Hey guys, welcome to the I Can Do Hard Things podcast. I am your host, Haley Kemp, and this is going to be all about my journey through the 75 Hard Challenge by Andy Frasella and my personal challenge of 75 podcasts in 75 days. I have no idea what I'm doing with podcasting, but I have wanted to start for over a year now, and I have let that excuse hold me back for way too long. So this is going to be messy, no music, unedited, and I'm just going to figure it out as I go along. So it's going to be fun to compare my 75th podcast to my first podcast. It's going to be fun to compare who I am now to who I am in 75 days, mentally, physically, spiritually. I am fully committing to the next 75 days of just personal growth and business growth, podcast growth. I am tired of letting my excuses hold me back from practically everything. And so I am so excited to be on this journey. I am so thankful for you for being on this journey with me. If you have anything that you want me to talk about, if you have any questions, if you just want to connect, please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. I will link them down below. I am just so excited to get this started. So thank you for joining me today and let's get on with today's show. Hey guys, welcome to day three of the 75 days of podcasting and of 75 hard. I am your host, Haley Kemp, and I am so excited that it is finally Saturday. I was able to sleep in a little bit this morning and got up. It was nice and chilly and just had my coffee, read my book, sat by the fireplace and just had a really relaxing morning. It was fantastic. Um, So what I wanted to talk about today, just a real short episode, is just about not allowing the weekend to be your weekend. So many of us, myself included, use the weekend as obviously a downtime, a rest period, time to just let your mind and body relax, Um, whether that's from fitness or school or work, anything. We tend to just have the weekend as just a rest period. And so since we're not on our top, you know, on the top of our game for something else like our job, we just let everything else kind of go down the drain. So we probably eat more or drink more or drink less water or don't work out or, you know, anything at all, probably don't work our business or study as hard as we should or whatever the thing might be. The weekend we just delegate as a rest time. And so we just allow the weekend to become our weekend. And it's so important to allow the weekend to be opportunity, a time of growth, you know, use that time to figure out how to do something faster or just slow down and, you know, still do your morning routine. It is so important to continue doing your morning routine throughout your weekend Just because you know the things that make you feel good. You know the things that make you feel productive. So why wouldn't you do that on this, you know, on the weekend? And so this morning, you know, I just used my my entire morning to do my morning routine and fill my cup first. And then for the rest of the day, I have been super productive. I got both my workouts in. Now I'm doing the podcast and it's five o'clock. You know, there's plenty of time to do everything and to just relax and not have to rush. And I think Saturdays and Sundays really just give us that ability, especially if you're somebody who 
you know, it takes the Sabbath on Sunday and doesn't work and doesn't do anything on Sunday. I think that is so important. Um, my coach actually, you know, does that and just turns her phone off on Sunday and doesn't, you know, use social media, doesn't text or anything like that. It's just a complete rest day on Sunday. You know, she still works out. She still reads her book. She still does her personal development, all of that. She just doesn't have social media and she doesn't work her, you know, her business. And I think that is so, you know, it's so amazing that on even on Saturdays, all of her stuff still gets done. She still works her business and everything. She doesn't allow the weekend to be her weekend and her business and her health and her mental health with her family, anything, you know, everything happens and it's all about time management. And so I think being able to have the weekend to learn how to manage your time better during the week or maybe get some things done so that you don't have to do it throughout the week. I mean, really, all of this success or anything that you're trying to do is all about time management. So many people in my business tell me that they just don't have time to work out or eat healthy or, you know, they just don't have the time to do any of it. And it's just the fact that they haven't figured out how to make it work for them and their schedule and their lifestyle. And I feel feel like that is so important and, you know, especially with people who are trying to lose weight or go to school or start a business, the weekend is really the time for you to, you know, show your character and show how bad you want it and get your rest in, but also work your business or study or, you know, whatever it might be that you're currently going through. Don't allow the weekend to be a complete rest. Just have it a rest from, you know, maybe your nine to five job or, um, you know, your workouts or anything like that. But also, you know, since I'm a health and fitness coach, just working out, you know, maybe you take two, you know, Saturday and Sunday off of working out, but you also meal prep for the week and figure out what workouts you're doing and, you know, go grocery shopping and go ahead and get all of that ready so that during the week, you're not having to mess with it. You already have, you know, crock pot bags already made and you already have, you know, your lunches ready to go and you have your snacks ready to go so that when you're feeling snacky, you just reach in and grab a snack and you already are prepared for the things that you know you're going to do. Like for me, in the afternoon, I always have a sweet tooth. So of course, I'm not going to have something sweet for breakfast or, you know, try to save it for after dinner because obviously I'm going to want it in the afternoon. So I go ahead and I put that in my meal plan so that every single day I can have something sweet. Like right now I'm having a whole grain bagel with strawberry cream cheese and it is so good and I have been obsessed with it for a few weeks now. But I save that for the afternoon and then that gives me a little, you know, a little push in the afternoon to keep me going. But as long as you have it in your meal plan and you're already prepared for that, because y'all know the eating habits that you have, you know the times when your cravings are going to hit you the most. For me, it's in the afternoon and then right before bed. But usually I can just take a melatonin and go straight to bed instead of snacking. So really it's just the afternoon of you know, I work from home, so I'm always right there with the pantry. So I have to have a game plan for when cravings hit, what am I going to do? So right now my go-tos are the bagel and um, a salad with poppy seed dressing. Oh, so good. I am obsessed. But 
having those little tricks, knowing healthy little things that you like, that you actually enjoy, that, you know, you know that you'll enjoy snacking on as a sweet treat or whatever your, you know, your snack might be. If you find a healthy version that you enjoy, same for dinner, lunch, and breakfast. All it is is finding healthy meals that you enjoy because the only thing about eating unhealthy is you're choosing the unhealthy meals that you enjoy, which yes, of course, there's a lot more of them, but, and there are a lot faster options, but it's the exact same thing. When you're cooking from home, you're either choosing to cook healthy or you're choosing to cook unhealthy. And if you can have a list of healthy foods that you actually enjoy instead of like along with the list of foods that the unhealthy foods that you enjoy, that's all it is, is a balance of the foods that you enjoy that are healthy and the foods that you enjoy that are not healthy. No one's asking you to eat boring, you know, that is the easiest way to fall off your health journey is to just find boring foods, fixate on that, like raw broccoli and no ranch, you know, like that sounds awful. I would never eat that. So I wouldn't pack that as a snack because I know for a fact that I don't like raw broccoli with no ranch. So, you know, obviously that's not a go-to. So I usually put, or I get the broccoli slaw where it's like chopped up broccoli and I put that in my salad. So it's a give and take. You just figure out how to make it work for you and what you enjoy, how you are going to be able to stick to it. And that's, that's just my version because I'm a health and fitness coach. So that's the example that I can give, but with anything in life, whether it's your career or, um, schooling, you have the time to do all of it. All you have to do is figure out time management and set your priorities. So first thing this morning, I know my priority is doing my self-care and reading my personal development and reading my Bible and doing my gratitude journal. I know that is the first thing that has to be done before anything. Obviously, after walking the dogs because they take priority over everything. But, you know, like I have I know to be able to get in the right mindset to work my business, work my body, to do everything that I need to do. I have to do my morning development, you know, my personal development every single morning and fill my cup. I know that that's going to make me happy. I know that it's going to make me more productive. So why would that be the one thing that I skip, you know? And I feel like so many of us do exactly that. I know that working out is going to make me feel better. I know that eating healthy is going to make me feel better. I know that doing my personal development will make me feel better. But the first thing that we run away from whenever we don't have the time is the things that make us feel good. So, you know, whenever moms are having to take care of their kids, well, they don't have time to do the personal development. They don't have time to work out or meal prep or eat healthy. You know, there's all these excuses that we can make to not do the things that make us feel good. When in reality, if we do those things and we can show up as our best... Everything around us changes, especially, you know, the ability to see positive. If you can, you know, if every single day you're filling yourself with personal development, you start to realize that those negative little things aren't really that negative. They just happened and you can either, you know, sit in your pity all day long or you can just acknowledge that something shitty happened 
and move on with your day. And once you can start doing that, oh my gosh, everything changes. And you might be that person that is annoyingly positive, but like I've said, I would much rather be annoyingly positive than annoyingly negative. So happy Saturday. I hope you are coming into this weekend prepared. I hope you are super productive today. Work towards your goals. Didn't take it completely rest day. Didn't completely wreck your diet. Y'all, our goals are not just for Monday through Friday. They are seven days a week. And seven days a week, we have to work towards them. So don't let the weekend be your weekend. I hope you guys have a great weekend. And I will see you tomorrow. Thank you again for listening to the I Can Do Hard Things podcast and the 75 Days of Podcasting. I would love to be able to connect with you on social media, on Instagram or Facebook. I will link both of them in the show notes. If you have any tips or advice for me, this is not going to be an easy road. It is going to be a little messy as I learn how to podcast, but I am so thankful that you are here. I am thankful for your grace, and I am thankful for the good Lord above for giving me the opportunity to do this podcast and the drive to do 75 podcasts in a row. So I hope you enjoyed today's show and I will see you tomorrow.